Autumn. Thanks for listening to You're Not Your Effing Chair, where our goal is to show you that your problems in life don't have to define you. And I'm Nick, bringing it down. <laughs> it's late already. <laughs> and here we are, recording this Love new episode. Love songs after dark. <laughs> Love songs after dark, or... Nine o'clock in the morning whenever you're listening to this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who I'm, knows? It could be like lunchtime. <laughs> oh geez. I may or may not have to pull Nick off the couch. He is snoozing. Dude. Like <laughs> I'm a night owl and all, but man, we gotta start recording before one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, getting these kids to bed. If it's not Brooks, it's Lexi saying, Dad, come lay on the couch and hang out with me for a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm default like, hey, come s- snooze by me. I mean, I will see how many times you mess up our uh, notes outline tonight. Hey. Because <laughs> I really don't think you've gone over them. Nope, let's get rolling. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the default with the kids. I'm the default with the do the actual work and I'll show up to record. Yeah. And I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> A big, long weekend. I feel like we could have a full show on, like, going over this weekend. What we did this weekend. Just, like, every... The whole week. Yeah. It's been a long weekend. Longest holiday of the year. Yeah. It's hard. All of the summary... I think we talked about it last podcast, but all of the summer things that we do, like, physical things, like, that hit me hard this weekend. Yeah. Fourth of July, like... Not only being like the longest twenty four hours of my life, like I mean, it was really it was actually it was, like three days. It was three days, but like <laughs> I feel like it was one long. By day. Monday, I was like, I'm working in my office because I can't do like. There's a sense of like I can't do another day of holiday. It yeah, was, it was just it was like kind of like when you get home from a vacation, you're like, yeah. I'm glad Back it was. I'm morning. glad it wasn't one more day longer. Yeah, and I just feel like there's a sense of like I know what to expect when I'm working. Like as yeah. much as it's like, yeah, we gotta run here, gotta run there, but but like, I I know I'm not doing all these physical out in the sun. Yeah. All these things. Yeah, like it was a lot of sun. It was a lot of fun, and there was some hot dogs and the buns. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're an idiot. <laughs> we, had, we had some hot dogs though. We, we had did. hot dogs on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Well, we- I. No, we both had hot dogs. Nick so. had grass on a grill. Grass on a grill. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> we had hey. a parade. We did the parade with DC yeah, Wind. That, that was, was a, a freaking blast. That was a blast. There's nothing like going through your hometown, like on a float with your your closest friends. It was a good time. Yeah, that was. A we blast. love the McFarlands. We love young, the Youngmans. Yeah, was, it was. It was all the DC Wind crew. Yeah, the was whole good. the whole crew, like everyone who yeah. showed up, and like just from the people that I've known for a long time to like the new family that just started yeah. playing, and they we had showed a learn up. To sit, a learn to skate kid come, and I was so two. stoked on it. Well, they were brothers, were they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they came, and I was so proud. I'm like, yes, we're doing something right. And then I had one of Alice's dance coaches reach out and say her kid wants to play hockey. I'm like, this is what, I, this is what it's all about. I promise this isn't a hockey podcast. <laughs> you know what? Hockey, hockey is our life, though. It is. I mean, we went from, you know. I don't know. We we just we just spend a lot of time at the rink. Yeah, right now it's four days a week at the I was, rink. I was thinking like Tuesday it's, it's the off and season, but we're at the rink every day. <laughs> we are like, Tuesday, Thursday are skills clinics now. 
Wednesday is men's league and Saturday is stick and puck. Yeah, and, and like, Alexi has practice Saturday too. Yeah, so and it's, usually, and we usually, me and Lexi usually go early Monday morning. So. Yeah, yeah, she's preparing for this tournament. She's she's pretty. We're selling Lexi lemonade. Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Lexi's lemonade. Oh gosh, we <laughs> forgot to have her on here again. We should we have did. had her. She's snoozing on the couch. Hey, we both were, but hey. Yeah, and let's talk about fireworks at the park for a minute. Fireworks at the park, how fun it was or hard? Oh, it was a blast. But I had all these intentions. Like, okay, my sister was in town from Maryland, from like Frederick area. And so I had all these intentions of going to see them and going to see like the Van Komen family. And we have friends at the park. And we like pulled up and I was like, uh, I think yeah. we're going to do the uh, yeah. find a spot and what's, sit. What's the closest spot through that grass and, like, yeah. weaving through? And, like, people don't understand, like, we've talked about how grass sucks for Robin's wheelchair. But take grass and then, like, add 1,000-plus people and then add people's blankets. And there's blankets. no, like, real pathways. It's just, like, <laughs> through people's and blankets. Then, yeah, and then add everyone's blankets on the ground so you have to, like, walk this maze. And if you're walking, you know, it's easy just, like, to step over a corner of a blanket or, you yeah. know, around somebody. But in the wheelchair, it's not that easy. Yeah. Well, that, and I'm sure that once we, we, we found a spot, we, we planted ourselves. I called my mom and I was like, look, I really want to come hang out with you guys, but you're going to have to come find me. Because <laughs> I can't. It's like, not the anxiety. <laughs> I got this, like, anxiety getting there that I was just like, oh, shit. That's a lot of people. Holy sheets! They're all over the. They're all <laughs> <Yeah>. over the grass. <laughs> yeah. Those are blankets. And I'm sure people can just like look around and spot me from a million miles away because my wheelchair sits up higher than anybody else. Yeah. You I know. Mean, could be bringing their like their, uh, lawn their chairs. chairs, you know. Yeah. Bring their lawn chairs, you know. <laughs> but you know. What are they? Oh, camping. the free camp chairs. How about that, Mister Free? Yeah, I, I didn't bring my free camp chair to the park, <laughs> but I should have. You should have. Yeah, but oh I man, mean, just being exhausted all day, and then Sunday, like seeing family all day long again, and then Monday, it just felt yeah. like the, the the days were never gonna you end. You know, I'm the type that I like to. I love the 4th of July, like, outfits and all the girly stuff. Like, that's, you know me. I love getting my kids dressed. I love being all coordinated. I love that. And Nick's pretty good about putting up with it. He doesn't love it. I usually can't dress dress him. He dresses himself. I was just about to say how much I am anti-buy an outfit for one day. Hey, but, like, the kids, I enjoy that, and I'm going to enjoy it because I'm the mom, and I'm only going to get it for so long. It's a battle I will never win. That's uh, right. And so I just give up. On yeah. Well, I have to say this year I didn't go super crazy. Yeah, it was good. So, I mean, a lot of like, what was that? Saturday morning with the parade, we were all wearing DC wind gear because we were on the DC wind float. So there was no like 4th of July gear there. Usually we go to the, go to the parade. Yeah, we go to the parade. So, so. we wear it there and then we went swimming. Brooksy had his American flag swimsuit on, but... Other than that, the kids just dressed normal, and then and then even the next day, I was like, I mean, that night at the park, they had red shirts on, but yeah. nothing crazy, you know. And then uh, the next day, I, we got to 
our barbecue, and I realized that I was wearing like a uh, mint teal T-shirt <laughs> and like a pink and white hat. <laughs> we were already on to the next day, you know. We yeah, like, yeah, I was no. like, well, we're celebrating the fourth, but like, uh, I didn't even wear red, white, or blue, kind of blue teal. I don't know. So I was proud of myself, you know, give it a year off, not be so stressed about what my kids look like all the time. We had a blast, though. You know, as stressful as this weekend was, it was fun. But, I mean, I don't know what it is about Tuesdays. I feel like Tuesdays are, like, the hard. Em- emotionally hard days. Well, it's probably because you s- stay up late editing your podcast Monday nights. Well, it's just... And then Tuesday nights you're up dude, late again. And, like, we woke up today and, like... Nothing was going right. I know. And it was Brooks just is like, teething. At first we were like, is he teething? And then on the way home, he had his hands in his mouth. But don't you feel like today was just one of those days where like, you're like two steps forward, three steps back. Yeah. Like, and like, and I was, I was frustrated about some stuff this morning and just nothing was going right. And then Autumn tried to get stuff done and her stuff wasn't going right. Yeah, it was kind of like both of us. And honestly, today. There, there was, and like I even tried to like, so... I was like, okay, I can think about all the things that are wrong in my life right now, and I can be a poor me, poor me. Yeah. Or I can just be like, hey, hey, I got three beautiful kids. Yes, they are driving me up the wall right now. (laughs) Driving me bananas. But I love them. I love that they're home for summer, but freak, man. I'm like, yes, the yard is is dead, but guess what? I got a yard, you know? Like, just, like, turn everything (laughs) into a positive and, like, I was trying so hard to, like, do that, and it just seemed like one thing after another today was just like, oh, yeah, and, like, even, like, today we went and played hockey, and, like, I felt like everything was at that point was like, hey. It's fine. We're good. Like, we're getting through this. It's normal life. I think it's a lot of the time during the day, um, and... You know, maybe it's just because you're you're doing a lot of the household duties right now while I'm working. That's not going to be forever. I mean, this is just a temporary thing for now. Um, summer mostly because yeah. I didn't know how I was going to get through the summer without having someone to help me with the kids. But I, I'm sure some moms that are home and even dads, if they're the ones that are home all day long with the kids, you get this sense of like, I just need time to myself or yeah. like can you just entertain yourself for a minute so that I can have my time like and with Brooks being so fussy all day he's screaming constantly and it's not it's a, it's happy screams it's sad screams it's upset it's get away from me to Alice cuz Alice can't <laughs> seem to leave him alone yeah but it's just like that feeling of like I'm cooped up yeah and I got to like figure something out I got to do something and then by the evening when you have other things other places you need to be like for us it was hockey tonight you feel good yeah. but it's in those moments of like oh I guess I got to get out yeah like I I get that because there's I been really, a lot of times I'm home with the kids all day <laughs> I was I was thinking this morning I was like why do we have to record a podcast today like me and Autumn were not, not on the same page. Not on the same page. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often, but we aren't perfect. Not that we were like screaming at each other, but no. like it was just one of those days where like we just were not on the same wavelength. I have sassy and... comments, I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I say things after that, I'm like, oh man. Uh, it's all right. I think there's things I say too, and I don't mean to come off, you know, 
like a like a dick, but I do. But <laughs> yep, and that's okay. And no, then we all say things we don't mean, right? And then tonight, or we feel bad about after later. hockey. After it was a great hockey practice. Honestly, I I was running this hockey practice, and I thought, and he did a great job. Props I, to Nick. I, he did a great job. <laughs> other than I thought it was gonna go an extra fifteen minutes, so I was like pulling more nets off the. Oh, eye. you did. I pulled four more nets out there to put out for some cross eyes games, and then they're like opening up the doors and like. Yep, I guess I didn't need those nets. <laughs> I had no 15 it's fine. minutes. It's so, fine. And then we went to dinner. and Oh, that didn't work either. Really, the gonna, only thing that, that went the... in our favor today was hockey. <laughs> Jeez. We went to Red Robin. And what are the chances? We that... wait for like an hour. Yeah. And then they come over and they're like, hey. On a uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, we're like, why is this so busy? It's Tuesday and, and it's like, like after a long weekend, so you think everybody's like recuperating at home and stuff. And they're like our uh, broiler, whatever they cook burgers and chicken on is like, down. Is down. I'm like, well, that sucks. And they're like, you want to wait? You know, I'm like we're like one of two people waiting at this point. We're like, yeah, we'll wait. Well, and we had already been waiting for an hour, so it's that feeling of like, are we gonna just throw that down the drain? Yeah. <laughs> I waited this long on yeah. hold, you know, do I hang up or am I almost there? So then we got thinking like, if they're cook, she, he says, we have another way to cook them, but <laughs> so you can still get burgers. They're just taking longer. I'm like, so what? So there's some guy back there with a frying pan, frying up some burgers. Did you like, get the grill out? He's got a plugged in electric little heat, you know, George <laughs> Foreman. Yeah, he's out back down to George Foreman. Run over to Target. Get us some George Foremans. Buy as many as you can. And so as soon as we're like, okay, let's 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 move this party to Chili's. Oh, man. We're like, hey, your table's ready. And at that point, we're like, all right, it's going to Who take knew long. how long we were going to sit there at yeah. our table waiting for our food? So we ended up leaving and going to Chili's. And we waited another 20 minutes and then got our food. Which I don't get because... There was hardly any people in there. I feel like COVID has been a reason for people to be like short staffed and either that or people can't just get employees yeah. fill the I mean, that could be it too. Half the restaurant, like there was literally like six tables at Chili's. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's And we waited new... forever. Yeah. But maybe we, we did have us and Mark's family. And so there was eight of us, but still. Yeah. By the time we got home, you guys, we got off the ice at 630, <laughs> was it? Yeah. By the time we got home from dinner, it was 10.30 at night. Yeah. 10.30. Four, four hours after we got off the ice. Yeah, it was just, it just didn't go our way. Dinner was good. Dinner, I enjoyed my meal. Dinner was great. I mean, other than Brooks having a fit at yeah, dinner Yeah, he was again, teething. So. And... And, but, yeah. But, hey, here we are. We're recording this podcast. We're having a therapy session right now. <laughs> I feel like part of this is kind of a therapy, and it's forcing me and Nick to talk about the hard things today. Okay, you guys. <laughs> this, yeah, like I was looking at me. I'm looking at her, and like we're like we're getting through this, and we we can't fight because no one wants to listen to an argument. <laughs> Maybe you do, but we're not gonna oh, argue. Man. It's kind of like when you have a third person, you talk to each other. Like it's so much easier just yeah. to talk to each other. So. Yeah, and it. Our third person is like you, the listener, but you, you know don't what? have anything to say. You're just listening. I do feel like tomorrow is a new day, though, and I do feel like yeah. ending tonight. I don't know if you feel the same as me, like ending tonight. Yes, we did kind of have an off day, but there, were, there weren't all bad times today. Like we no. had good discussions. Yeah. We had good conversations still. It just seemed like sometimes it wasn't organic or it just wasn't there or we just weren't on the same page. But I do feel like going into tomorrow – 
we've set ourselves up for a better day. I feel like me and Autumn do this thing where, like, we'll, like, be at each other's throat a little bit and, like, we'll, like, be, like, you know, she says mm-hmm. something sassy, I say something dickish. <laughs> and then, like, we, like, get over it in our own mind and self and we're like, we're like okay, maybe I'm being ridiculous. Yeah, just like she just said, like, on. hey, she's being ridiculous. And, like, we'll, like, try to, like, have a conversation. Like, so, uh, what's up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> just talking about something random. Like, so, yeah. uh. How'd you feel about hockey practice today? Oh, it was great, you know? Hey, I we're like we're having good. stuff like hockey to break up the day because, honestly, if you and I stayed home all day long and all night long tonight, we would have been at each other's throats all night long. This podcast would be spicy. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, let's get into that podcast. I mean, we've yeah. been rambling on for uh, 16 minutes now. 17 who knows? We'll probably cut half this out. It's only been three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, no. So, yeah. Grapes and gains? Yes, congrats and so, gains. okay. Not my favorite topic. No, and I, I don't... It's hard because I don't really want to talk about it either, but I feel like it's kind of a necessary thing to talk about. Do you think so? Yeah. It's something I'm putting up with that Nick it, hates feet, and it has to do with my feet, and it's gross, and it's human well, and it's real and well, i'm sure you can relate and you've been in some similar situation well, usually we're talking about your injuries on your feet because you don't feel them so that's why you injure them this is kind of the one of those things that like everybody gets an ingrown toenail yeah, but but you and know they, what? and they feel it the and reason you're like, why oh. i think i got it is because i can't feel my feet yeah that's probably true because my biggest gripe is freaking clipping my toenails Try clipping your toenails when you can't feel your toes. Yeah, I'm usually in the like, shower. Let's be honest. And Autumn's doing it, and then she's like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> what'd you do? Cut yourself again?" She's like, I cut myself nine times. Every, I cut myself at least once every time I clip my toenails, and it's hard because I my feet I don't walk on them, so I don't have calluses that are hard. You know what I mean? On the bottom of my feet at all. So my feet are a lot different. And then it also is hard to tell, like, where I need to clip my nails and where I don't. Like, I just have to try to, like, by the length of them, guess. Because I don't have any nerves. I, I Like, I don't have the feeling of, like, I'm getting close to my nail bed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, just a little bit more here. Let's even off this. And then before you know it, I'm freaking bleeding. And I'm like, well, obviously that was too short. Well, <laughs> I cut one of my nails too short and it resulted in an ingrown toenail. And it, I've never dealt with it before. So I yeah. honestly didn't know what it was. It was. A, it was a first for us. Yeah. 14 years, almost 15 years. And I've never had one, even with my situation of cutting my toenails and not being able to fill it. And so like we had to have that conversation. Okay, well. Usually someone gets this like cut out because like it's painful to walk and stuff and autumn. Yeah. I can't, can't feel, feel that. It. So it's like I've been dressing just... it like a wound because I was like I don't I, I showed my sister, I'm like, I don't know if this is an ingrown toe. I don't know what this is. Like I've never dealt with this. So I was I was dealing with it like it was a wound. I had my wound care kit. I've taken pretty good care of it. You can vouch for me for that one. Yeah. Um but it it's not getting better. So I just told them, I'm like, there's something wrong here. Um, it's gross. It's yeah. not gross. It's it, just like, my skin really is just purple. Bad. It doesn't look gross. Mine does no. not look gross by any means. It's not pussy. It's not yucky. It's not. It It's just a little like cut. And then, but my toe is purple reddish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Autumn, Autumn, you can tell it's irritated. And like, I I text the doctor and like asked him like I we set an appointment and I was like, hey, you know she got an ingrown toenail, and we couldn't get it until tomorrow. But Autumn has this fear with like her these I feet and have stuff such that like a fear. that like this is gonna be one of those instances well, where was... like she doesn't quite know how bad it is because she can't feel. So yes, is she gonna like have to lose a, t- a toe? Well, we've met people. So I met a guy in California once when we were at Disneyland. Um, we were, we were, it was at the condo when I met him, but, um, he oh, was going yeah. to Disneyland too. Do you remember this? Yeah. And he had a spinal cord injury too, but he was an amputee. And I, so I didn't know if he did have a spinal cord injury was, right like, off. Spina bifida or no, 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 no. no. He, he did got, have a spinal, he, get shot he got shot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He, he had a spinal cord injury. And, and so, I mean, there's kind of a thing when you stop each other's like, what's up? You got a spinal cord injury. Yeah. Oh, I got a spinal cord injury. What happened? What happened? Type thing. And so he was telling us all about it, and he got an infection, and he lost his leg. Yeah. And it actually was an infection in his hip that totally spread. Yeah, spread through him. And so I've got this fear. I do not, I'm, I've mentioned being very in tune with my body. If there's any type of bruise, if there's any type of like sore or redness showing, if next rubbing my back or if I'm in the shower and I see something, Boom, it hits me, and that's my focus. Yeah, I'm like, like, hey, there's a little red mark on the back of your leg. Or there was a little bruise on my back, and you're like, hey, I just want you to focus on this and and make sure that this isn't, you know, something worse. Because if you you see it and you address it right off, it's better off than to ignore it. And trust me, it's easy to ignore what's going on with my foot. Yeah, because I can't feel it. There's no pain. I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm not... I, I forget and, about it when we're hanging out with our friends. I, you know, I dress it. I Every yeah. morning and night, I dress it, and I make sure it's clean and clean it out and everything. So it's probably as healthy as it can be, you yeah. know. But, but yeah, it's it's been a str- It's been weird. Yeah. So he sent a picture to the doctor today. And which, which, which I will, by the way, our doctor's freaking awesome and yeah. lets us do that. Yeah, Dr. Stewart's a cool guy. But, um... Dr. Stewart came back and he said, okay, sometimes we have to, like, um, cut off the the part of the nail that is underneath the skin that's irritating the skin, right? And I looked at at Nick on the way home when we were talking about it. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like, this is kind of weird because they're not going to have to numb my feet. I said, I think this is the first time our doctor is going to have the feeling of, like, okay, she's definitely paralyzed because she's not flinching right now. (laughs) And I did not put any medication on her, and I'm cutting her toe. Yeah. So... There's also this feeling of like I could almost feel like I felt like I could feel my toe pulsating, like yeah. or like hurt. Yeah, but because, I couldn't because because he did say yes. It does look, you know, like it it could be it infected, could be, yeah, infected, have a little infection, you know, and like you know, just look for some redness, you know, and stuff like that. But fever, all that. But uh, I will have to I will have to admit you sent me that picture and I already deleted it off my phone because I yeah didn't it's gross. <laughs> I don't even think they're on no, my phone. No, just because it was a picture of a foot. I don't know. Well, it's just uncomfortable. It's I feel just, like to I know look it's at. your foot, and I just don't want a picture of it on my phone. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Nick hates feet. Have I said it before? Yeah. Flip flops are the worst. I just put it that out of there. Little summer PSA. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear flip flops. No. Yeah. So tomorrow I go in four o'clock. He said I'm good because that was my fear. I'm like Nick, just make sure he can see it. He, you know, so if it, he's like that tissue's dying, he, we need to address probably, this as soon as possible. Yeah. 
then I, I actually felt like, okay, I did something about this, you know, but if I'm like, oh, I'll be fine till tomorrow. It already was a holiday weekend. So I'm like, I don't know if my tissue is having an issue, you know, like whatever that rem- that rhymed, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I explained to him like autumn has this fear. Yeah. He <laughs> knows know? my fears. Dr. Stewart's probably like, she's freaking crazy with her fears. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be with what I've been through? Yeah. So that is our new, it's going to be weird. I mean, she won't have to have any lidocaine or whatever on yeah. her foot. And, and it is weird. It's funny how, and I told Autumn, like, she likes, is it weird that, like, once I found out, like, it was really an ingrown toenail, like, I feel like I feel it now. Like, it hurts yeah, almost. it's crazy. And I was like, well, that's just how strong the brain is, you know? And that is a testament to how strong the brain is, that it can make you feel pain when you really can't you know, see I it. think it's phantom pains. I do. I think but I think it's my a... brain tricking myself into thinking that I feel it, but I don't I don't feel it. Because I, I, I can sit there and dress my wound. I can clean it out and I can't feel a damn thing. Yeah. But I, I think, don't flinch. But I think a brain the brain is a powerful thing that it can it can give us pain or it can give us relief. It can give us happiness like just by a a thought. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Not to go too so deep weird. on the brain there, yeah, but you that know. was deep. That was real deep. <laughs> yeah. Let's rewind. Re- 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 rewind. <laughs> I haven't got that one in a while. I know. <laughs> I know. I had a friend reach out to me who's having a hard time keeping up with her toddler because of something that she's dealing with. I want to share her story, but I didn't. I didn't get to the message in time to ask her permission to share her story, so I'm gonna refrain. Um, but it did it did kind of bring up a lot of feelings and a lot of um, memories that have to do with me having a hard times keeping up with my toddler. I know I touched on the whole dance thing a couple yeah, and, yeah. and Alice running behind a car that was backing out and this and that a couple episodes ago. But, but there's a lot of ones that aren't that serious, but are yes. still hard. Yeah. Or still yeah. scary. Yeah, and I mean, and it could relate to anybody who's having who has an injury, who has a freaking ingrown toenail. <laughs> and they can't keep up with their kids. I don't know. It can relate to anybody who's having a hard time, you know, in a sense, whether it's as severe as from a wheelchair or something little, you know. So, you want to take the reins? All the freaking stories? Well, there's there's a lot of times that I've been at work and I get, a, like, a FaceTime call or a call and it's... It's, it's, I always like joked about it at work that like I was parenting from afar. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I have to find things from afar. Like (laughs) I would be away and like, I was like, Hey, where is this? And it's usually a brush or shoes, like something that I did. Well, or laundry room stuff that I can't get to. Or it's usually stuff that I did not wear or use <laughs> and it's like hey dad or hey nick where is yeah. this <laughs> and i, have I to... mean nick does take a lot of responsibility as far as the kids go just for the physical aspect of things yeah so i usually would have to like find things like like hey go check this place okay go check this place go check mm-hmm. this place but also in like just like random day-to-day questions of find this find this yeah. there's also like hey nick this is going on, and usually, like, Autumn's, like, freaking out, like, Nick, I don't know what to do, you know, yeah, I can't. I get frustrated. I can't get to him, you know. I or... get frustrated when my kids or there's something going on that my injury is preventing me from handling. So, for example, one time when Nick was working at Tenor, Tenor Clinic, um, Alexi walked to the car from school. Oh, I have the hiccups. <laughs> um... And she didn't come. 
she didn't come to the car. And I called Nick and I'm like, it's 345. Lexi's not at the car. She usually gets here by, I mean, they get out at 325. So usually by 330, she's in the car. I don't know what to do. There's no more kids. I'm the only one sitting in this parking lot waiting for Lexi. So I I start freaking out because I'm very particular on my kids. I do not want my kids to ever get kidnapped. I do not want my kids. Like I, even when Lexi does walk home, she has a phone just so that I can track her location while she's walking home. Say I'm in the middle of a project or a work thing. And I'm like, Hey, it's a nice day outside. They can walk home from school. I still watch the tracker on my phone the whole way home. I'm yeah. just very well, particular about you, where my kids are at. You love your kids and like... I don't want anything to ever happen to them yeah. because of my account, you know? So this day I'm like, dude, she's not coming. I don't know where she is. I'm freaking out. So, so I leave. Did I leave? No, you called me. Okay. And, and then I said, okay. And you're like, I'm going to drive home. Oh, I drove the route home to yeah. see if she walked home. And then I drove to the school. Yeah. And, like, we basically, like, I was like, okay, you go home and, you know, do what you can. Like, look in the house, basically. You know, yes, you can look in the inside, house. go inside, start yelling, you, see if she made it home while I was sitting and, in the parking lot. And Autumn was at home. And I'm at the school, like, looking around, like... I don't see anybody. And Nick like, left work, came, yeah. went, went to the school. And I call Autumn, and she's like, I hope she's not downstairs. I'll be so mad if she's downstairs and not, like, answering yeah. me. Because, like, I mean, our house, it kind of goes down and around. So, like, I don't know. That's it's kinda, harder to hear from the yeah. top of the stairs. But there's yeah. a lot of time where, like, Lexi like, comes up, and Autumn's like, would you hear me yelling your name? And she's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, so she's like, I she better not be downstairs, you know. She's like, how did she come home? I, I how did I miss her? Like, and so I'm in the school, like looking around, like where is she? Yeah. And like the book fair was going on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe she's, she's at, at the, the book, book fair. fair. And like it was one of those times, like you walk in, you think you're gonna find them, and she wasn't there. She wasn't in the book fair. So then I drove back, right? Yeah, and like, and and so you came back, and I was like. I don't know where she's at. How do we miss her? Yeah. All these things. And come to find out that, like, she walked in the house as Autumn was, like, getting in the car. Yeah. It was, like, the... It just was, like, perfectly timed that I missed her. Yeah. And we were freaking out. So, finally, then we come back to the house and she's here. And I'm, like, where were you? And she's, like, oh, I went to the book fair and then I walked home. And I'm, like... I have been searching. Your dad has been searching. Like, I called him at the school. This is before she had, like... A phone. A phone that you could track. Yeah. Like she had the little watch phone. He went to the point. office. He, like, paged her over the intercom. Like, all these things to try to find Alexi, and she was nowhere to be found. Yeah, it was kind I of... I was a, freaking it was, out, it was and a I scary think day. that's really when I was, like, phone. You know, there's a lot of negative people will say about kids having phones, I'm very well, they, in tune they, with my they, kid. They can be, but, you know, they can be a negative thing. It can be a thing. negative thing. We're, we're pretty in tune with Lexi. We have access to all of her things. But I always, one of these I, days, I'm like, I'm going to find something, and I don't. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? And, like, she's so, I mean, she's great about me. Like, hey, I'm sure there will be some you know. day when she's a teenager that I'm like, what the hell is this, Lex? Yeah. But, you know, but until then, right? So that was kind of when we were like, all right. I think I think that's another thing. I mean, just not to go on a tangent, but like, be close with your kids, you know. Yeah. Be just cool with them. I don't know. We hang out with our kids a lot. They're yeah. my favorite people to hang out with. 
Yeah. So. Me too. But yeah, I so, mean that day was a hard day. It was a scary day. Yeah. So that's kind of just one example of Nick it, having to kind of take, take leave work and kind of take control because well, I couldn't take the kids and go into the yeah. school. Like for me to do all these things would have taken hours. Yeah. Plus you had, you know, a newborn, a newborn at that point. And yeah. And then to run through and the Alice. school. Yeah. What are you going to put the car seat on? Like how are you going to look around the school? How are you going to look at the schoolyard, you know, walk the streets where right. she rocks, you know? Yeah. So when I'm home alone with the kids, just like me, there's definitely, like, every morning I'm, like, make sure that basement door shut so Brooks can't go downstairs. Yeah, You know, outside. I don't love when he plays on the swing set just because it's grass over to the swing set. We ha- do have a cement all the way to, like, our gate. Yeah. So if I need to get out our gate, I can go out the back door and get out our gate. But I can't get over to the play set, like the swing set, very well. So there are kind of limitations that I try to keep Brooks confined into a certain space. Well, especially when he was a lot younger mm-hmm. and like he was just a crawling toddler that right. like you know, didn't answer to anything. Like now you're like, Hey Brooks, what's up? And he's like, Bah Yeah. <laughs> well know? and I can actually let him go play outside for a minute and know he'll walk back over. Yeah. Unless he's stuck. There was a time that um I had Alexi and Alice was a toddler. And Alexi was big enough to put Alice in the toddler swing, (laughs) but couldn't get her out. And so I was the only one home. So I had to go down the ramp, wheel across the grass, which, mind you, was not fast by any means. And it was, like, slowly pushed so that I didn't hit a hole and freaking put put myself on the ground. And Alice, at this point, is like, I'm stuck for life. I'm stuck. So I finally get over there. Then I have to figure out how I'm going to lift her straight up while leaning forward to get her out of the swing. Yeah. Finally got her out and wheeled myself back to the cement. It was great. <laughs> so there's that little things. That was one things. of those days that she called me and she's like, I... I yes. usually get and inside and I just need day. a vent. I, yeah. I just need a vent of like, that was bull crap. Like, why? But yes. But let's move back to the Brooks incident, you know, like Brooks. Yeah. He was a toddler. He could crawl. Yeah. And so, like, we'd always, like, shut the basement door because, yep. like, Autumn After can't really get down to the basement. To like, yep. there's no way for her to, like, I mean, yes, she can scoot on her butt. And she I basically go down one stair, put my feet down. Go down one stair, put my feet down. So, I say crawl. It's pretty much scooting on my butt yeah. everywhere. But once, it's, it's, very, it's very hard to move a child and scoot, you know, on yeah. your butt. So, even if you got downstairs... And you got Brooks. Yeah. How are you gonna get him back upstairs right. if he doesn't want to go? Right. I mean, Autumn's a strong lady, you know. Yeah. But I mean, Oof. a toddler. Brooks tests that strength. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. So one time, one time he crawled downstairs and the door was left open. Usually Nick heard about that when the door was left open because I <laughs> had a lot to say. Um, and he was playing, and I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I, you know, I. I've mentioned I'm very particular about where my kids are at and what they're doing. I like to know. And I'm like, it's fine. He's just playing in that basement room. He's probably not into anything. He's going to be just fine, right? Well, he starts screaming. (laughs) And I'm like, Brooks, come here. 
He's just screaming, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, is he hurt? So this is about usually when Nick gets the FaceTime call if he's at work. Yeah. I don't know what to do. He's downstairs screaming. Do I really have to crawl down there? Oh, like, because it takes so much energy for me. Okay. It's it's so hard. And I'm like, I have to ask, like, I can't just, like, leave. Like, I'm working, so, like. Well, and and I don't want to make him leave for something as little as the kid crying downstairs. Like, Really? And, like, usually, like, Jan was so great about it. Like, hey, I have to run. I will be home. I will be back in literally seven to eight minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Three minutes there, two minutes to get whatever is, you know, happening, and then three minutes back. So this particular time, I crawl down the stairs, you know, scoot, scoot down the stairs, I guess I should say. And come to find out, Brooks was just mad. The hockey players wouldn't come off the hockey table. <laughs> we and had, he was freaking out. We have had many. One, hey, one time he was screaming down there, and I went down there to see what was going on. I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, he's getting mad at these hockey. Yeah. He loves to play at the hockey player table, and he gets so mad that players don't come off. Uh-huh. Because it's like a, like a, it's like a foosball, foosball but table, hockey. but hockey. Yeah. But one time he had... Leaned forward, trying to like reach for one, and he had pushed the chair back, <laughs> and he was hanging there, and he's got one arm over like one of the like the knobs, and one arm over the other knob, and he's just Sam, you and never he's just, know, and he's just hanging there. Uh, <laughs> just you like, never know why he's screaming. I'm like, kid, I've never even told you that, but no. that happened because you're like, what was wrong? He's like, oh, nothing. Yeah, one less thing for him to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's little things like that that it's like I definitely have to like kind of keep him in a certain area because I can't do certain things. Like, for example, I was kind of freaking out this weekend of Brooks and, like, where he was at. And one of our friends, Nikayla, was like, well, I get it because obviously you can't go, like, run after him if he goes in the road. Like, you know, and I'm like, thank you. Like, you get me. (laughs) You get me because you realize that right now – I'm hovering because I can't physically go and get him. Like, if we're next to a road, that stresses me out the most. I can't get down a freaking No matter if he's, like, like actively going in the road or if we are just close to a road. My anxiety Because you never know when he's just going to turn and go. Yeah. And, hey, shout out to people who realize that sometimes me and Autumn need a hand. Yeah. And step in and help, like. This weekend. This weekend and every weekend. There's there's yeah. some people that just step in and help. Well, for example, like, we know Brooks likes me or Nick to carry him. He's If you know Brooks, you know, he doesn't love, <laughs> like, he's got to warm up to you. Yeah. And it was nice this weekend because we had a barbecue in Jared's backyard for the 4th of July. And, I mean, we had to go over grass and this and that. And it was nice to be like, Nikayla, will you come grab Brooks? He's probably going to freak out. And she, I think even she was like, I'm just going to grab him no matter what. (laughs) Like, he's going to be mad at me, but I'm just going to grab him. And it kind of felt good because it felt like I'm so like, oh, he'll freak out at you. He'll freak out at you. Don't worry about it. We'll put up with it. But at the same time, it was nice and a breath of fresh air for someone to be like, Listen, he's going to be t- mad for two seconds. He's going to be just fine. You guys get yourself here, and then he'll chill out. And it was just nice, and it, it made me realize that I need to, like, let him cry for a second. 
You know, yeah. I need to let people help me, and that's that. And and he needs to know that we are going to be there on the other side when someone else is helping <laughs> us. You know what I mean? He'll get over it. Like, yeah. I've thought about that a lot lately. You know, like, there's yeah, times he'll where get he's over just, like, it. freaking out. And, like, you feel like it's such a big deal at that moment when the chaos is happening. But it's like, I look back, and I look at Lexi, you know, just chilling there, and I'm like, man, we had some chaos with her, too. Oh, and I did. don't think she... Is traumatized by it. Like, no. she seems like she doesn't care. You no. know, like, she forgot. And so, kids are resilient. Kids are forgiving. Yes. Maybe we all need to be a little bit more like kids. Yeah. Be a little more forgiving, a little <laughs> more resilient. Right? Yeah. Well, so, when I'm home, another thing, when I'm home with the kids alone, I don't leave. No. Really. I will leave if I'm going to Swig to get a drink. That's the main thing I do. Yeah. Um. Washing the car sometimes just to get out of the house. Well, we've we've talked about how it, drive through. You know, food. when I when I work and stuff, and probably when I go back to a job, mm-hmm. that autumn when she has the kids is like okay, these are the places I go, and she leaves her wheelchair at home <clears throat> because it's just it is a lot of work. To it doesn't it make in. sense to put my wheelchair in the car and go to all that work if I'm not going to get out of the car. But there is that what if? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is always that feeling of like I'm going far. Like so, when I have to go to the print shop, I do the same thing because the Kathy at the print shop is like my bestie, and she'll she'll watch for my car if she knows I'm by myself, and she'll just walk the order out. She'll take my card in, swipe my card, and walk. And you know, she she just does it all from my car. She just knows, you know. Yeah. And I'm lucky to have people like that around me. But it is that feeling of like I'm driving to 21st Street in Ogden from my house, and I don't have my chair. So say I, have, I get in a wreck, even a fender bender. <laughs> and I can't get myself out of the car. Say that I have a cop pull me over and they're like, ma'am, I need you to get out of the car. I can't get out of the freaking car. I know I don't have a chair with me, but I can't get out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, I how do you explain that? There has been times where, like, we, like, Autumn will pick me up. Like, there was times where you'd pick me up from work. and we're oh, like, the we the Joanns. We're gonna, when oh, Steph hey. saw us, yeah. I was like, how do you even forget your chair? <laughs> yeah, I picked him up. I was like, okay, it's lunchtime. I have to go to Joanne's um, for, I, I need this type of fabric. It was probably like white fabric that I always have, but I was out of stock. So um, I'm like, I got to pick you up lunch hour. We try to get you back real quick. We I pick him up. We run to Joanne's, open up the back, and guess what? There's no, no chair. chair. <laughs> so then, just at that, right at that moment, Steph, my friend Steph, is like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And, and he's like, well, we're about to turn around and go home and get someone's chair because we forgot it. And she's like, wait, how does that even happen? <laughs> it's like forgetting your legs. How do you forget your chair? And I hey, don't even hey, ask. you want to know what? Alice forgets to take her shoes sometimes when we go oh to places. Oh, my gosh. So maybe we are more like our kids than we think. You know? <laughs> Gosh, so we had to drive all the way home, get my chair, and drive all the way back. Needless to say, it wasn't a short lunch. No. It was a long lunch. It was a long lunch. Yeah. So when I'm by myself and I have to take the kids, um, even if I'm not putting my chair in the car, to get out to the car is a hard thing. If it's just Lexi and Alice, they obviously can walk themselves out and buckle themselves up and do all that stuff for themselves. But when it's just me... I mean, from the time the baby is an infant to probably to the point where they can get in the car and at least get in their own seat and then I can just buckle them, um, I'm responsible for getting them to the car and this is not an easy task. So I kind of just wanted to tell how we do that, 
how we do this, how we did it when Brooks was an infant and also kind of how I do it now as a toddler. My fear as a toddler is that he's going to, I'm going to open that garage door and he's going to book it out and onto our main road. He's kind of like, he's kind of like Kylo, you know, (laughs) if he's got a split second, maybe to run out that front door, I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah. So when he was an infant, what I would do is I'd buckle him in the car seat inside because the the thing about it is, is I have to go down a ramp in our garage. So Nick's over here yelling. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying not to yawn so much. So to get down this ramp, it's a pretty steep ramp. So I can't carry him on my lap. Um, because I don't like, he'll just fall right off. If I go down frontwards it with him in a car seat with him, even just laying on my lap, he'll fall right off. So the way I would do it is we had a table next to our ramp that was about even with our ramp and I would lift his car seat down and lower it down onto this table. Now this wasn't easy cause I don't have a lot of trunk control. Um, and so I had to, usually I lifted him down onto the top of the ramp and then I kind of scooted the car seat over onto the other table. Yeah. Then I would go down around the car, like open the garage, then go down around the car, go pick him up off the table and then go put the infant car seat in the car, yeah. which in itself was hard because it's lifting a giant car seat up and over. And as he got bigger and bigger, <laughs> that got even harder to like yeah. clip that car seat in the car. So as a toddler now, like I said, I worry about him running. And so usually I'll go down the ramp backwards with him on my lap um, because that's that's the more safe route. Going backwards, I know I can lean forward and I'm not going to fall. Going frontwards, I have a feeling he'll just slip right off my lap. Yeah, and then he's going to eat it in front of you. Then what are you going to – you yeah. can't pick him up because your two hands are yep. literally holding your chair. Yep. And even if you put your brakes on and lean forward – yeah. You're leaning on a hill. I mean, you're even gonna fall carrying out. stuff out to the car. I can't yeah. really carry stuff out to the car. <laughs> up, I, I can carry it up the ramp a lot better than down. Um, because down, just there's so much well, gravity. momentum. Gravity, yeah, there's gravity so much. helps and hurts you in this situation. Like yeah. going up. So if you have your computer, it's a it's a metal. It's like, you know, if you're going down and you're laying on a, you know, what is a slide or a ramp, mm-hmm. it's just going to slide right off. You're yeah. going to run over your computer and that's yep. that. Because you yep. can't catch it because you got to. Yeah, keep, you, keep track of yourself. You, There's you been times go. I have tried to catch it, and I've ended up running straight into the wall. Or, or straight into the car. Yep. Or, yep. I'm surprised you haven't gone off the side ever, but... <laughs> that would be an injury. <laughs> Even though, like, when we first built your Ramer, we talked about, like, do we need a railing Oh, inside? heck. But, no, we made it. So, one of the hardest things when he's a toddler is getting him from my lap into the seat, because I have to kind of, like... It, it's almost like a momentum, like lift and throw, guided throw <laughs> type thing. If you don't get it right on the first time, you got to put it back on your lap. And well, start over. and then the hardest part is getting those buckles like done up because I can't see over, like, it's he's up higher now. So I have to like try to prop myself up on the side of the car. And, you know, because I mean, I can ba- bear weight. I can't balance by any means. I can't, you know, I don't look normal. <laughs> I look like I'm sitting, standing. The funny thing is I've never seen you put them in by yourself because you, you never why had would you to. do it when I was You know, there? I'm glad because I look like a fool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know I look. Like, I, I know how you do it. Just and I'm sure they're like, what is that lady doing? The girls have seen me do it. But, but yeah, buckling them up has, is hard, hard 
hard stuff. So once Brooks can climb up in his seat on his own and buckle his buckle, I will be so grateful. <laughs> Maybe there you go. Teaches our kids to be a little more independent as they have to be a little more independent. Yes. So that's another gripe and gain on its own for another episode. Yeah. I forgot to tell the gain about my gripe. You can't feel your toe? It was the same gripe as the same gain. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You can't feel your toe. I can't feel my toe to know when I'm cutting it too short. And I can't feel my toe. When you've cut it too short. Yeah. So. Wait, 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 rewind. Wait, 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 jump at, rewind to the oh, earlier part of the man. episode. Now it's we're back. Late. It's now late. on to the next part. Okay. Hey, you want to know what? Uh, did you have that time for this episode? No, I did not. But I hey, forgot. remember that time? That to, one time. Remember that one time today when you went to go to the bathroom and you came back out and you was like, "Well, I didn't go." And I was like, "What? You didn't go?" And you're like, yeah. Lady was taking a shit in the, <laughs> in the, the handicap stall. <laughs> and I wasn't going to be the first one to go in there after her. So, yes, I let it sit for a little bit longer so that I could let the stench out. I really hope go. I, I doubt. She came out of the stall when I was leaving the bathroom, and I was like, I still ain't going in there. <laughs> if you were in there the whole time my daughter was going to the bathroom, I don't want to go in there after you. I, I hope that Alice at one point that was like, Mom, you going to go? And you're like, nah, these people are taking too long. Yeah. I, <laughs> I honestly, other, like. I bet the other, like, three stalls were open. Yep. The other two were open. In fact, a lady came in and I'm like, it's all yours. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I also got to say props to the people that have reached out to me and told me that. I mean, for example, my friend Kaylee wrote me the other day and she's like, I just want to let you know, you, you'll be proud of me because instead of going in the handicapped stall, me and my little girl went in the smaller one and it was hard and it was cramped, but I thought Autumn will be so proud of me. And guess what, <laughs> you guys? I am so proud. Yeah. I am so proud. That's my goal with this is to, to raise a little bit of awareness with accessibility and, and give you guys some tips and some things that you can do in your daily lives that affect people like me. I'm I'm not the only one out this there. Is, this is our own little like, hey, you should pick up a little bit of trash, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like people that are like, hey, recycle, recycle, recycle. You know, kind <laughs> of the world like, pick up a little bit of trash. You know, when you see it on the ground, this is our trash. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. just do a little something, just... and you want to know what? Probably ninety nine percent of the time, no one's gonna notice it, but. You're going to feel a little bit better about yeah, what you did. Yeah, yeah, you are. And and for me, it's just like there are going to be times that people notice it. There yeah, will be there will one be day time. someone notices it. Like today, you know what? I definitely acknowledge every time I go in a bathroom and that handicap stall is open. Yeah. I acknowledge it because I'm like, well, didn't have to wait today. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, I have to wait for someone. Yeah. And, I mean, it's kind of like those benches at the South Davis Rec Center. People just sit on the top bench because the top <laughs> bench is nice to just sit on. You don't have to go downstairs. It's we need, a lazy we need thing to get to after Rico. He said we're going to put up some signs. We really got to get I should ask before him before the season starts. Just because it's like, you know, little things like that. If this is meant for a handicapped person, no one's going to patrol it. Maybe we can get an autumn spot, you know. like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not going to... You're not, there enough. I am there four nights a week. <laughs> Probably about to get even more once the season starts. But. I know, especially being on the board. Um, So I kind of wanted to talk tonight about loving yourself first. Well, 
we've all heard that age old saying like you can't you know help anybody until I don't know how it's said. yeah but I, basically you can't love someone until you love yourself yeah yeah and, and I found true. a quote tonight that I really liked it's love yourself first because that's who you'll be spending the rest of your life with well it is because I mean we can look at me and you like you know I love you and I will always love you but there could be a day highly unlikely but there could be a day where we are not in love. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a realistic idea yeah. that the person yeah. you go to sleep with every night, you may not love Yeah. at one point. Or but could fall out of love with you. But if you forget who you are to make that other person happy, like, there's a, there's a skill of, like, serving others and, you know, like, you know, not mm-hmm. thinking about yourself first. But if you never think about you and you never think about the things that you want, you love, you need, whether it's your hobby, your, your type of music you like, you know, there's, there's people that probably like, like a type of music, whether it's country or hardcore, you know, like me, I like screamo music. I I love some like, I can handle most of it, but there are some that I'm like, holy shit, what what? is this? When I'm in the car by myself, you want it, I'm cranking, I'm cranking that screamo music because like, it's my time to just get it out. And, and that's awesome because like, and, and then I get it out. And I, yeah. I experienced it. I love it. Uh, autumn note and it's Autumn. It's also you. Autumn sometimes will like, I'll plug in my iPod or I'm something. I'm like, whoa. What are you listening to? <laughs> you know? It doesn't surprise her, but she just is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be in a band? No. No. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I do those things for myself and I try to do those things for myself. And I mean, there's things... There's even some projects, you know, and stuff that I do that, like, doesn't... It's not Autumn and me doing it together. Yeah. And that's, you know, she's kind of talked about my other podcast that I have. It's hockey, yeah. and she lets and, me do And that. last week I talked about how that that's your thing. Well, Nick, also, Nick like... Nick being on the ice, Nick coaching, Nick, Nick playing hockey, Nick talking hockey. That is his thing. <laughs> and I let him have well, his thing. and it's our thing, too, but there's... There's, there's a, a line. There's a different avenue. Like, this is Nick's time, and I, and I really do appreciate that. Like, I'm... Right. It makes me emotional to think about, like, <laughs> like you know, having my time on the ice. And, and there's times where, like, I do get frustrated. I'm like, oh, my gosh, no one cares about me. I'm just the dad who has to do everything. Yeah. And, and then it's I'm like... It's easy to forget. And then, I'm like, oh, wait, I do play hockey on Wednesday nights. I do coach. And I get I, and my I am, hair ripped out. I am coaching my own kid. kid, you know, but. And it, I think it's important that you have that time with your kid because you have to admit when it's you and Lexi on the ice, you guys have a bond. Yeah. You guys, it, it's your time together. That's important. And as hard as it is for me, because I've complained about how hard it is for me to watch Brooks while you guys are on the ice, my two biggest helpers are gone. You know, so it's my two littlest kids and I'm trying to handle this crazy boy and it's not easy. You could stay home and just be that mom that just stays home and doesn't come. You know what? Hell no, I'm there. Autumn wants to be there. there. She's, she's, she's a great mom. She's a great wife. And so, yeah, I mean, we're talking about self-love and and that, in that situation, but what I was trying to get when I went off on a tangent. (laughs) Yeah, you went on a tangent I just jumped the rails, you know, (laughs) I'm cruising down the next, but, uh, like you gotta, you gotta love yourself, you know, you gotta have those things because, you know, like I said, me and you could not be married one day and I would Mm -hmm. just be like, man, I have not played hockey in 25 years because we were not, we were married for 25 years or whatever, like. 
no, Autumn lets me play hockey. It's easy like, to get lost in, like, in someone do, else's interests. You know, and I don't do everything I probably want to do by myself, no. you know, or whatever, because there are obligations priorities. and priorities. Like, there are times where I have to tell my buddies and stuff, like, hey, I got kids, you know, I got to, or I got to do this, you know. Can't play I the second that. game like, tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's usually it. Like, hey, can you play the second game? Like, I got to get a babysitter if I'm playing a second yeah. game. Yeah. Wife, wife can't deal <laughs> two games in a row. But, yeah, so you, you, know, you are going to be with you the rest of your life. Yeah. So, for me, if I don't let Autumn be herself and have her business and whatever, like, if I just, that you know, one day we, we, we break off. I mean, there's probably people who are, can attest to it. I've never been divorced, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of be. people who get divorced and they think, well, who am I? Yeah, I gotta figure it out again. Yeah, like I've, I've, I've. For spent... so long, I've had this, this routine, this, this obligation, this, you know, and and learning what's important to me. Yeah. What am I gonna do with my time? Where we. And also, you know... I think it's important to look at your spouse and look into your spouse and see what they are doing for you and allowing you to be you. Yeah, and be thankful for that. Like appreciate yeah. that and. You know, there's, there's, you're going to have those days where you feel like you do everything and you feel like yeah. n- no it's one cares, 50, 50. Ab- no one cares about yeah. me and what I want and stuff. But anyway, so, um, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of change the pace, change the pace. I liked your tangent, babe. Good job. My, my, my detour there. Yeah, your detour was <laughs> great. I, I got back to the road. Yeah. Me and, me and Autumn We're argue, back on the road. Me and Autumn argue about detours and which way to oh take all gosh, the time. Oh, my gosh, you're bountiful. <laughs> Nick always takes the detour route. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just go this way? I knew he was going to bring it up when we said detour. Because, <laughs> I mean, right. we're at the rink now four days a week. All right, let's go your way. Okay, so the, I just wanted to talk and, and share with you guys some of my, this is hard for me to talk about. Um, self-love is something that's hard. It's some days are better than others for me. Yeah. Um, there was a time before Nick and I had kids that we were Grizzly, Utah Grizzly season ticket holders, right? Woo woo. Woo woo. Section 103. Yeah. I was just going to say, we were always in section 103 and that's like directly opposite from the elevators at the Maverick Center. Well, Okay. I, a little like history lesson of why I like to sit there is like uh, that's where I sat. Like, <laughs> I am because it was a big, <laughs> it was an important time in my life. You know, like oh geez, I try to get through this, but you know, it, it is a special time in my life. You know, going to Grizzly games when I was a kid, and I really love going to that stadium and stuff. And but that's where we'd sit. <laughs> I don't, I don't okay. know how I'm getting so much. It's okay, but yeah, Let's so, talk about it. And I love. Sitting in the corner because I want to be the first person that sees the goal cross the line. So I was like, Autumn, we're sitting here because the and handicap. Who, who told you? Who who liked that? Who, you did too. Well, I know, but who took you to section 103? Oh, in the first well, JJ. Place? <laughs> yes. And who was with you? <laughs> That's why you're emotional. Yeah. Just to give people yeah. a little insight as to why Nick's emotional because yeah. this is a this is a defining moment in his life. These are people that really made a difference in his life that some we don't get to see anymore and you know that that's hard that hurts it hurts every day i mean it's been since 2016 since we haven't seen one of that yeah. person and that's not easy still we both are sitting here with tears and yeah. crying but spent a lot <laughs> anyway. of time there with him but 
Yes. Section 103 special to us, yeah. guys. Even though we have not we have not sat there in a long time. No, because we haven't. Now we have kids. We sit in the handicap section. I was going to say that. I was going to say. We our, have sat in the handicap section above there. Yeah, 104, I believe it's, it is. It's not the same. You're a little bit more behind the goal line. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to, like, well, watch the puck cross the because you wanted to sit in Section 103, we didn't have accessible season <laughs> tickets. No. So Nick carried me to my we seat were like row every 18 game. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he carried me to my seat every game. Um, on the way to and from the elevator, our, like to our section from the elevator, we passed this side of the building that was like windows, and it looks out over the highway. Yeah, so when you cross the Maverick Center, like, I mean, not cross, when you like see it on the highway, you see that backside Big with all windows. those windows. Yeah. That's the section we're talking about. Yeah. But at yeah. night, when you can't see out of them, like, you can see the reflection. Your reflection. From the yeah. And so I remember after a game one night, our crew was walking. It was when us and Jamie and Kelly and all of them went quite a bit. Yeah. Our crew was walking, and I remember looking to the side in the window and seeing our reflection as we passed. And I just remember thinking to myself, that's me. And yeah. that's how others see me. Yeah. And, and, and it was kind of a realization for and, me. And like Autumn had the, and we started talking about it in the car. And I look over and, and I remember like when she was telling me this story and when she, when she brought up that she wanted to bring this up, I was like, I remember that night. Like I really remember yeah. that night, but I, we would walk by and you just look over and you see it. And that's how I saw us because that's, you know, that's me walking and that's her in the chair. Like, that's just how I saw us, you know. But it's Autumn looking over us. and see saw a different, you know, Autumn than she's used to. I'm, you know, yeah, I ride in the chair. Yeah, realistically, like, Nick pushes me. This is this is what happens, right? Nick, Nick yeah. and Autumn. Nick always pushes Autumn everywhere. This is how it's been since we were dating. This is, but I think seeing our reflection and realizing... This is how people see me. This is the first thing people see me by. This is not like for me, I didn't like that. Yeah. I and it was almost a self-conscious thing of like I don't like that I'm looking over and that's the first thing people see. That's yeah. the first thing you notice about me. I don't like that. Um I struggle with my appearance on a daily basis. It's not that I don't think I'm beautiful. It's not that I can't feel good about myself. I do. You know when I'm feeling myself and I feel really pretty and I get all dressed up and I get some new clothes and I'm feeling good, you know. There's those times. But there's also the times that Nick's like, what are you going to wear? And I'm like, don't even ask me. <laughs> oh, man. Don't, like, even, don't even get me started on the, uh, yeah. what, what am I going to wear? Like, it, yeah. it seriously is a struggle for Autumn daily and, like, and, like, I have to be, this is one of those times where, like, I just, like, I got to be, I got to put my, you know, comments away, you mm -hmm. know? like This is an emotional thing. This is a yeah. something that's deep down. It's not that I want to be complicated on what I wear. As we're sitting in our closet, you know, next to all yeah. of her clothes. All the things I don't wear. <laughs> um, leggings. We've talked about leggings that are a struggle for me. Um, another big thing that I wanted to talk about is my shoes. I don't like showing my feet because I've, I've talked about how I can't feel my feet. So I feel weird showing my feet. Toe now? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I, it's not that I feel like my feet are ugly or anything. It's just this feeling of like, I can't feel my feet and I just don't love showing my feet. Yeah. Um, so I don't wear sandals. 
I have when I'm shoe shopping, I have to make sure my shoe my foot can get in the shoe. It's paralyzed, so I can't squish my foot in the shoe. I got to make sure my toes are are flat so that they're not crunched because if they're crunched that can lead to blisters or sores of some sort. Um well you remember when like Skywalker boots were like well, that was the cool thing. I don't know if they're really called Skywalker boots, but that's what I call them, you know, like the big yeah. leather boots yeah. that everyone wore. Like Autumn was like, they always had a hill. I want to, I want a pair of those. And I'm like, yeah, you look cute in those. And like, she's like, but how do I get my foot in there? Like that's a long boot to get my foot in, you know? And, and we tried them. We tried ones with zippers and everything. Zippers. (laughs) And, uh, and nothing worked. And there's been plenty of times where we've gone shoe shopping and Autumn's like, oh, these shoes are so cute. Or, you know, I love these ones. And I take them back. And like, sometimes we don't even make a story and you're just like, yeah, that doesn't work. And like, well, which ones? You're like, I don't care. I'm just, and she's just frustrated. I get frustrated. I get and to like, the point. Like, let's just go. It's almost like that fight or flight, and I'm just the flight. I'm just the. I don't feel like this is working. I'm out. Like I don't even want to look for new ones. Yeah. I don't want to look for any other ones. I'm frustrated right now, and I'm out. Usually, it's something that I really, really, really want. I really want it to work. I really want it. You know, the the style or the fashion, and I just can't get it to work. There was some super cute Tom's boots. Yeah, I couldn't get my foot in. Were at the mall and yeah, Nordstroms. Yeah, Nordstroms. And I couldn't get my foot in it, and I was so pissed because I love Tom's. That was one of those times where, and I was like, well, we can go look at some more. We can go look at some more. I was like, no. I was like, no. So, I mean, that's just one of the things. There's, there's, There's several that come along with me that some days are better than others. But, you know, some days, if you come to my house to pick up bows, if you come to my house to pick anything up, I'm usually in sweats and a t-shirt, and that is purely for the fact that I do not want to worry about what I'm wearing. It's usually socks, sweats, and a t-shirt. I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to stress. And and when we leave the house, it's, okay, what am I going to wear? You know? <laughs> and and I, at home, I'm just like, this is me. Deal with it. Love me or hate me. You know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that, like, are out there like, man, Nick and Autumn said that, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll head right over. And then they're there two hours later because yeah, it's cause I had to get sometimes, dressed. you know, getting Autumn dressed and the kids and there's times where I'm like, hey, and she's like, where's this shirt? And I'm like, what shirt? And she's like, that that one red one, you know, and you're like, what red one? <laughs> she's like, you know, that one red one. I'm like, here I go on my scavenger hunt, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, and the same with kids' clothes factors, and stuff. You know? But, you know, sometimes she wants to wear that one thing, and I just got to do my best to try and find That's it. That's right. So one of my friends, Kira, posted today, why do I self-sabotage? And when I saw her post it hit me hard because hey y'all it's a sabotage no because i sabotage i self-sabotage yeah and i think when i saw her post i was like damn that just hit the nail on the head like i i'm yeah. hard on myself you know yeah and because there are times where you're like i don't like this i, I think i look stupid I'm like yeah you look cute like well, i am saying like you look cute and i'm not just trying to honestly, say that because I'm, I'm ready shout to go. out to hayden because she he commented after me and he was like don't do it he gave her the most pep power talk in this comment and i i i acknowledge that man i wrote back and i said hayden this is why we love you he said i'm learning a thing <laughs> yeah, or two from the podcast and i you know what i love it let's be there for each other because seeing her, I said, I get this. I feel this. I get it. I do it to myself, too. 
You're beautiful. You're an amazing mother. I think we Pull all yourself, probably do Try it. not to. I, I think seeing her status today was like, dude, I self-sabotage hard. I'm hard on myself. Well, and I'll have to say, like, you know, there's times where we see, like, someone points out our flaws and we almost go in, like, defense mode. Yes. And, like, we start defending ourselves, even though we're doing a, a disservice to ourselves. Right, right. Like, I'm I'm defending <coughs> something that, like, is a bad part of me. Right. You know? And, like, I'm making excuses for the things I do wrong that I know I'm doing wrong and I wish I did right. Right. Well, and for me, I'm confident in what my work skills. I'm confident in my mom skills. I'm pretty confident in being a wife, my wife skills. I'm a pretty good wife. You're a good wife. <laughs> I like I'm creative. I you know, I do all these things. But being confident about my situation, my wheelchair, my the way I dress, you know, all this stuff, it comes and goes. Some days some days are better than others. Some days I'm like, I'm feeling myself. I look good. And other days are like, give me the baggiest shirt you can find. And my favorite, my favorite leggings, because I have no confidence today and I just need all the confidence I well, can get. And, and like here, so like sometimes, you know, we'll go on a date and autumn, she's always, you know, worried about the kids and me and whatever. And, and so we'll go on a date and she's like, let's go shopping. And there's times where I, there's only one rule. You know what the one rule is? I have to buy stuff for myself. Yeah, because my she's always like, I want to buy something for the kids. I'm like, yes. no, you got to buy something for yourself. Like, It's because that takes me to a whole nother place. That takes me to yeah. a whole nother level of like, ugh. But I have to say on date nights, you know, I'll say Nick took me shopping for a date night or whatever. And it is, you know, someone like, oh, they went shopping, whatever. This to me is like a treat. Because, A, I don't have a kid screaming at me. <laughs> Usually Brooks. And Nick having, and, and Nick can pay attention to me. Like, Nick can, we can have a date night, me and him. He can, you know, he knows what I like, so he can help me shop. He can be there for me, you know. If, if sometimes I'll come out of the dressing room or say, come look at this and tell me what you think. He knows. And so the thing is, when the focus is on me and him for date night to go shopping... I feel so much more seen. I feel so much more heard than than when he's wrangling three kids and trying to make it so that I can get something I like. I went shopping with my sister Madison the other day, and it was seriously the best thing ever. Because, I mean, obviously we don't have kids to distract us, but also it was the feeling of, like, she was there to say, I don't care what size you are. I don't care... If something doesn't work, put it back. You don't have to buy it. You know, it was more a sense of like, let's get you something cute. Let's get yeah. you something cute. And I feel like when you go shopping with someone and then they can pay close attention, they can pay attention to you. There's not so many outside things that's taking their attention. It's so different. Yeah. Right. So shout out to my sister, Maddie. She but also when I mean she takes me shopping. I feel good. I feel good coming home after. Well, I think the hidden message you just said that maybe you didn't even realize that I took from that is that you said it didn't matter what size, yeah. you know, the, the shirt was. Because sometimes, when we went, I got four different sizes. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, not every shirt is made the exact same, but some people are like, I'm a medium, and I only wear mediums. It's like, hey, if a freaking 3XL is the most comfortable shirt and you like the way it fits... 
Who cares? Wear a 3XL. Yeah. It's not up to the people around you to, like, ask your shirt size. Like, who cares? Like, it's not on the front of the T-shirt. It's not printed. Yeah. Nobody cares. That's just that company's way of sizing their right. things. Like, a large at Maverick is not the same as a large at Swig. Yeah. And know? because you wear a large, because you wear an extra large, does not mean that you are fat. Does not mean that you don't look good. Yeah, and it's just that what fits you. It's what makes you feel good. It's what makes you feel flatter, like makes you look flattering. Yeah, and and then to the self sabotaging, like there's things where like you know we all look in the mirror and we all wish we were thinner. Like right, that is right. a common thing. Like I don't care. If or you, some people they wish they could put on weight. Yeah, but it's it's a very un uncommon thing to look in the mirror and like be like oh. I look exactly like I want to look. There's like, always something. There's always something. But we all got to realize that, guess what? The person you think is perfect is probably looking in the mirror and saying. Self-sabotaging themselves. Oh, there's something wrong with me. That's you know? right. And like even me, like I, I've i lost a lot of weight this last year and that's great. But there's times I'm like, I want to lose some more or. I or wanna, I'm looking thicker here. Yeah, like I want to lose less. Trust me because I hear it. I want to like lose more weight <laughs> in my belly or I want to, you know, I yeah. feel like I need, you know, do It's some, always more and more and more. You know, but, you know? but I'm okay with myself. I, th- yeah. I think, I mean, I'm probably lying right there a little bit, you know, like, like, like we all do, but mm-hmm. I'm okay. But I, I want to get a little bit better, but I'm going to try and do what I can. But like, like I said, I mean, last week I told myself I was going to start working out. Come on, babe. I you haven't. Going? I have honestly tried. Yes, I have tried. I, like I told you, I said, dude, my arms were sore. I think this was the first time I worked out. Like, yeah, it's good for and you. And like today, a hockey. I like I took a couple extra fast laps. Yep. I don't know if you saw me. Like, I did. Just cruising. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been trying to like. Hey, I I gave myself this goal, and you know I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna have a six pack by the end of this. But I'm gonna say that I tried. And if you feel better about yourself. I mean, even you, maybe, if it's a matter of psychologically, I feel better about myself because I stuck to what I said I was going to do. Yeah. And I showed up. That's yeah. how I feel with therapy. I've showed up as much as like I wish that I could see this result or that result or, you know, I want whatever. I feel like I have showed up and I have tried my hardest and I worked hard. Hey, guess what? Tonight we showed up. And there's a podcast. We did. <laughs> and tomorrow we did morning, tomorrow morning, we're gonna be tired, and I'm gonna be like, guess what? Podcast is up. <laughs> it's doing great. Lots of listeners <laughs> or no listeners, but who cares? So back to it. We took yeah, a little sorry, tangent, sorry, babe. Little getting off the road. Babe, uh, yep. Going down that so, detour road again. <laughs> I'm here to tell you to love yourself. Yeah. All of our listeners. Love yourself. This is your reminder. This is your little voice in your head, probably literally in your AirPod. Love yourself. Um, we all have insecurities and no one's perfect. But if you love yourself first, that is going to pour over into your relationships. It's going to set a foundation for loving others. Now, I want to be clear. This does not mean to be self-centered and only worry about yourself. Yeah. There like- is a line there. There is a line, and I think we all have crossed it at some point. Yeah. And we know, and and I hope that we can take a step back and say, "Mm, I crossed that line of caring about myself too much. Yeah. And and worrying about me too much and what I felt too much. Life is about balance. Mm -hmm. 
you have to balance your home life, your work life. If you're all work, then you're not balanced and you're not. If right. you're all home. And I felt that to my core. If you're all home and you're not like caring about work at all and you're not going to work, then you're off. Yeah. You got to balance out your eating. You got to balance out your, you know, your fun and your work. That's yes. a, that's one that people don't really, you know, and there's people the don't thing. balance out their fun. Like people think it's all work, hard play and uh, the fun. Nah, I'm too tired for fun. Yeah. You got to put the fun in there. Yeah. Because if you don't have the fun, then you didn't get the reward for working hard. You know, and I think there's a difference of saying, this is me. I love myself. And I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to be the best version of myself I can be and I'm gonna genuinely try to be a good person versus saying, Give this to me. I want this situation to happen because of me. Yeah. Of what I'm going to get out of it. Um, I want you to do this because I I wanna feel satisfied. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of ways to that you're crossing that line versus just saying I am confident in myself and I love myself and I know that I'm of value and of worth. Well, I think where the I think the whole self-worth or the self-love journey is a personal journey. Mm-hmm. So, I think and I could be totally wrong. This is just me talking We're from, not therapists, guys. We're talking is, about this is our Nick own talking from Nick's soul here. And you know, we're not perfect. So, no, I we're hope not. you guys know but again. Like, I would I would I would think in my mind, you know, in the 20 seconds that I thought about this, that, that I think that line that you're talking about is when you are requiring or expecting others to do those self-love things for you. Right. Like self-love is a personal, actions, it's a journey. So you're saying their actions have like, to happen in order for you to feel loved. Yeah. I like, see. Like, so, so you're more saying be yourself, like, like make yourself well, love yourself. In it's a sense. called self-love. Yeah. So love yourself, but like, don't count on, don't others. expect the world to love you. Like it's, it's a hard lesson, but don't expect the world to love you. Like you got to earn that love. Right. You have to earn the world people's love. Like that is not a gift, but guess what? You loving yourself, that is totally up to you. Like right. that that and that's the that's the line I think where it becomes a selfish thing is when you start thinking expecting that others. Everybody needs to love you. I mean, we've all can think of that like stereotypical girl in high school that was like, you know, popular and she expected all the other girls or whatever and we mm-hmm. can switch it to the guys where he's the douchey jock, you know, or whatever. I mean, that's the stereotypical way. It could have been a different situation, but he expects everyone to just do what he wants them to do or she wants them to do because they are them and they are, you know, that makes them feel confident. It it makes makes them. And so I think that's where the line is, is like, hey, I'm self loving myself. I'm doing stuff for myself. I got myself goals. I got myself hobbies. And that's where my self love. But when I start saying you have to do this because that's what I want to happen to be happy. Right. I won't be happy until you are doing the things and that make me and giving me, me the things and giving me the attention. Yeah. Because guess what? None of us, you know, are owed anything from anybody else. Right. And that's a gift. And that, and you should definitely not take that for granted. Like we can go off on a whole nother, mm-hmm. maybe next week we'll talk about relationships. You know, I, I think a little bit further down in my podcast, I talk about some, 
affirmations, we can kind of touch on it a little bit. Okay, let's keep going. Um, Sorry to go off on another detail. You're okay. Though. You're okay. We're hitting um, dirt roads. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> that's where the best rough. conversations happen. Um, so I'm just here to say love yourself genuinely. Have confidence in your actions. If there's something that you've done that's eating at you, because we all know that feeling when you do something or say something that replays over and over and over in your head um, that you regret or you have some sort of guilt that's associated with that, try to turn it into a positive and learn from it. Whether, you know, it, like I said, it could be something you said, something you wish you handled differently, um, or even just feeling sorry for yourself in the situation, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself in the situation you put yourself in. Um, look at it and realize you, you put yourself in that situation and yeah. analyze what happened and try to learn why you got yourself in that situation and how to fix it in the future. Um, everyone's trying to better themselves. Nobody's perfect. Um, if you're genuinely trying to better yourself every day, I truly believe that you'll become happier and happier and happier. You will. And because, I mean, it's it's the whole, like, the little Thomas the Train, like, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can't. Yeah. You know, I, I don't remember who said it. Oh, mm-hmm. it was, it was uh, I heard this the other day. It was a Ford, Ford guy. You know, I don't know. Guy, guy who started Ford. Thomas Ford, Jen, I don't know, whatever. Mr. Ford, number one. <laughs> For the first, <laughs> but he said, um, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're, you're right. right. Yep. You've heard it too. I've heard it. Everyone's heard it. Yep. But that's totally true. Like if you say I deserve to be happy, you know, I, you yep. deserve to be happy. And like you tell that to yourself and say, I am going to be happy. Not, I hope I'm happy, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. you got to be, like, firm in these. Like, you got to believe it. Yes. Like, when you look in that mirror, just like you say, you know, you don't like that person. Well, that person is you. So if you want to change that person, yep. you got to change their mind. Yep. You got to you gotta get down, and that person is looking back at you in the mirror. And you got to – and I, I, I've, I've done this, you know, but I We're definitely could be better. No, 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 no. I'm just saying <laughs> – <laughs> let's let's pause let's right, talk about right. the poor me syndrome oh the poor me syndrome it's a definitely I've, i made that up the it, poor me syndrome yeah it's i've, a, I've struggled it's a, with people it's a sickness yeah an autumn i struggle and with autumn it. does struggle with it because there's a lot of people where like you know i get pinned someone... sometimes in a conversation of someone's poor me because they i don't know if it's because they see my situation and well, they want to relate to me. So they tell me, this is what happened a, to me. This is a, what happened well, to me. This is what happened to me. It's a tr- poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me. And sometimes these people will trap you in a conversation yes. and they'll say, so how is it like this? You know, or how is this, you know, how is living in a wheelchair like hard? And then you're like, well, you know, there's things in this and that. And then they, you can totally tell that they have another agenda. They're like, yeah, because when I was in a wheelchair and you're like, okay. Here we go. You, you wanted to is. tell me yes. about your thing, and yes. so you asked me about yours. And it's really that they don't give a shit about what your problems are. <laughs> they just want to let you know that they have problems too. Right. Which we all have problems, and it's okay to listen to each yes. other. But like we kind of said, like, you know. Don't like, compare. You should definitely listen to everybody. Like, you should be an open ear. But if you want me to be an open ear, then I kind of expect you to be an open ear. It's kind yes. of those, like. Give take balance. balance conversations conversations should be balanced you yes. know we yes. should listen as much as we talk so i'm going to tell you 
avoid, avoid poor me at all costs. Yeah. I, okay, I'm not saying you can't fill the fills when you're down. We've talked about that. You fill those fills and pull yourself out of that. I don't even have to tell me, like, hey, I know to you're this filling morning, those fills. I said, I can tell you're filling the fills, Nick, and that's fine. But remember, we need to pull ourselves out of it. Yeah. I told him this morning. Um, more what I'm saying is we all make mistakes, right? Um, own up to these mistakes and learn from them. Okay. Poor me syndrome creates an excuse. So that's why I'm saying avoid it. It's a it, it creates a reason why you're not at fault. It sidesteps learning to take responsibility for a mistake you've made. We all make mistakes. Yeah. You know, well, we all make mistakes. Learning to say, even if it's just to yourself, learning to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And genuinely trying to better yourself shows your character. That shows your character. Um, it also holds yourself accountable to not make those mistakes again. Yeah. So try not to fill the poor me, poor me. I get filling the fills and pulling yourself out. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But but when you're when you're in a situation and you're I, I encourage you to take a step back and realize and, and say to myself, Am I playing the poor me card? Am I am I the problem? Yeah. And Is that, my actions creating this problem? Well and because I truly feel like if you if you kind of analyze the situation and you are willing to accept it and say, even if it's in your mind, like I said, you don't even have to admit it to anybody. Even if it's in your mind thinking, I did play the poor me card. Yeah. I did play the victim. You know, I need to stop that. I need to say, okay, I was wrong. I'm human. I made a mistake. Yeah. You don't have to admit it to anybody. It's just about moving on and moving forward and not making that mistake again. Like, it's never, I'm not perfect. Yeah. You know, I, I have to admit, poor me's come out in me. You know, yeah. but well, it's, it's a matter of pulling yourself back and, and recognizing that and yeah. trying and to say, I'm not going, I'm going to try not to go there again. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, while you're talking about this, like I'm thinking about, you know, stories or whatever, but like, we've all heard like, I don't know if it's the story or the parable of the prodigal son, you know, where, you know, the two sons, but one did everything right. One did something wrong and he right. fell apart. But when he came back, everyone, you know, loved him and, you know, gave him praises for being that, that, uh, comeback story. But there was probably a time when he was like, I'm poor me, poor me, poor me. Right. And, but that's not what we focus on. We focus on the, the like change, you know? Yes. The change is what is the, the great part of that story. Yes. And, and the jealousy is what we're trying to like avoid. Yes. You know? And so. There's always, there's always tomorrow to move forward and try to be better. There's always tomorrow to say, I'm going to do better at that. Yeah. I today I wasn't my best self and that's yeah. okay. But tomorrow I'm going to try to do better. I'm going to try to better my relationships. I'm going to try to, you know, really take responsibility when it is something that I did wrong. Me, Autumn, I'm going to work on this, yeah. you know? And, and then when I'm telling you this, I'm not saying this because I'm perfect because I'm not, I'm yeah. not. And this is something that I definitely need to work on too. But I do think it's important to remember tomorrow's another day. And if we put one foot in front of the other, so to say, one one wheel in front of the other, I guess. Um How you we roll can your grow one in front of the other. <laughs> two two and two. All right. Two feet, two feet. I mean two wheels, two wheels, okay. two wheels, two wheels. 
No, but I think if we just keep moving forward and we try to keep being a better version of ourselves, I do truly feel like um, the relationships will happen. And I feel like um, even that self-sabotage maybe will kind of, you know, get a little bit better. Yeah. and Personally. And not to say that you shouldn't express and because we've talked about you know sharing your feelings and sharing your yeah. problems and that's and if you feel comfortable and that's okay and that's what you should be able to do is like share your problems with people but but be okay you know with what answers you get or be okay saying i d- i was wrong yeah you and know in that, any quarrel in any situation that's an, an argument or a fight there's always someone that was wrong and really like with me and you today i think we were both at fault yeah. Usually it's both and sides, right? So, I mean, there was things out of my control that were happening today that I was just like, I feel like I have no control over things. And so I picked a project that I felt like I was totally in control mm-hmm. and I could control. You channeled that. And Autumn was like, hey, what's going on? I was like, hey, I feel like I was out of control. I'm not mad at you. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be like, poor me. Right. Like, I can't control the other things, so I can control this mess, which was, you know, the our toy, toy room. room. Anybody just, that has a toy room knows it, that It looks mess. like a bomb went off in there, and so I said, you know what? I'm going to tackle this mess today because if I can if I can just tackle this, you know, for the next hour, yeah. you know, then I can feel like something's accomplished. I do feel like you came upstairs a lot happier. And it was something stupid. I really don't care about the toy room. I I will not go in there for the. I, I'm pretty need sure. To give it all to the DA. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the girls have already messed it up because as soon as we clean up the toy room, they're like, "Hey, let's go play in the toy room." I know. And, but that's fine. That's great. But because that's not what it's about. It's not about keeping it clean. It was about accomplishing something small, something and feeling little, and control and feeling in control. Yeah, so channeling that. And so I took that negative energy and I tried to just do because we sometimes. We can't control the the bad the things situation. that happens to us. Yeah. So find something you can control and focus on that and focus yes. on something positive. And I think from then, I mean, yes, some other things went wrong throughout the day and we handled those as they came. But in that sense, I turned the wheel, you know, yes. I took a different road. Yes. And we changed it. And like, and here we are. I honestly thought there was a point in today. Just like we always say, there was a point in yep. today where I did not think this podcast was going to happen. That happened really early this morning <laughs> that I thought, oh my gosh. See, that was you today. Usually are, it's me we are on a, that's on going, a trajectory. this is not going to happen. Our trajectory is uh, not recording a podcast tonight, and we, yes. we got back on track. Here we, we are, did. and I think this has been... A good one. This has been a Okay, awesome. I have a challenge. Okay. Challenge. Um... I want you, if you accept this challenge, if you feel so inclined to, um, to write down five affirmations and repeat yourself to them each morning. So one of my friends, Cammie da- Davenport, always um, posts on her story about the affirmations her and her kids say each morning, and they say them together. I love the idea of it. I do want to put a little twist on it um, and say these are personal things. So this isn't necessarily something that I will be saying in front of you. This isn't necessarily something you will be saying in front of me. This is kind of a journal exercise. This is a personal growth. This is a growth. You know, I want us all to love ourselves. We're going to practice self-love together. Um, For me, the affirmations are things I need to work on as far as my confidence goes. So I'm going to share mine here 
because I'm trying to be vulnerable. But make him make him deep. Make him yes, have a little more. I don't meaning. want him to be. I don't want him to be that I am smart. I am funny. I am you know whatever. I want these to be like you know, and you'll you'll hear mine as far as like they're pretty detailed. Um, and if you are struggling, you can go through affirmations online, and if something speaks to you, put it on your list. Yeah, there's plenty of of samples and examples online that if it speaks to you and it's something you feel like you need to work on, put it on your list. So I'm going to share mine. I'm trying to be, like I said, I'm trying to be vulnerable, even though it's not easy for me. Um, These are going to be my affirmations for the week. And these are going to be the things I tell myself every morning. So number one, I'm the architect of my life. I build its foundation and choose its contents. For me, that's who I surround myself with. That's, you know, I, I'm the architect. I, I am the one who says what goes, you know, I don't need, I, I don't need anybody around me that makes me feel this negative. If someone makes me feel negative or, um, down about myself or insecure, I'm the architect of my life. No one says you have to have a certain relationship, right? No one says you have to be friends with so-and-so. No one says these things. You control that. Yeah. And people say you have to do things this way. You have to do things that way. Like, you don't. Like, you do what you want to do. For me, I get caught up in that. I get caught up in the obligations. Like, I have to do this. Like, there's there's a lot of times where I was like, we have to do this. And I'm like, why? But do we? That's the way we have to do them. And I'm like... You don't have to do it that yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's something I'm working on is for, being for good or bad, I guess. Yeah, being the architect of my life, you know, and being in control of my life and being very self-aware of what's serving me, what serves you, and what's serving me type thing. So number two, I forgive those who have harmed me in my past, and I peacefully detach from them. Yeah. So good one. that's that's really deep, but really simply. Yeah. Simple. 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 Yeah. Simple, but very deep. And, and whether it's a small forgiveness or a big forgiveness, let's detach from those forgive, you know, let's, let's, let's let that forgiveness happen. Let's detach from those things. Um, number three, I possess the qualities needed to be extremely successful. I think that it depends on the day. Some days I'm very hard on myself. (laughs) Some and days I was I so confident like that she could be like worth a million dollars, and the, there's some days where she's just like, I feel like, what am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? And and you know, I think it's important to like to to recognize those days. Um, but I also feel like that's something that I need to work on. Is you know, I can be extremely successful if I want to be, and what are the things that I need to do to get myself there? Um, number four, happiness is a choice. I base my happiness on my own accomplishments and the blessings I've been given. I think that explains itself. Yeah. Happiness is a choice is the main words there. Yeah. Um, number five, I am courageous and I stand up for myself. I am a pushover and I have a really <laughs> hard time with that. I, I always be like, Autumn, you didn't have to, you know. Yes. And this often gets me into trouble with putting too much on my plate, doing f- work for free. Yeah. Helping someone because I just genuinely want to help them and I care about them. But then I put too much on my plate because I've, I, you know. I, I was thinking about the other day about like a lot of things we do for people and stuff. And I'm like, 
yeah, we got to start doing stuff, you know. <laughs> but in which I love doing stuff for Service. free. I wish the world was based on free. Yep, yep. And I think that's as a freelancer, that's a that's a big thing in my life. I stand up for myself. I know my, I need to know my worth. I need yeah. to know what I am worth and and not be willing to let someone walk all over me. So those are my five af- affirmations I'm going to work on this week. I don't have my five right now. No, nope, no, nope, you them. don't. You don't have to. Um, and you don't have to share like I did. I am only sharing I'll these. i think about it. I'm only sharing these because I know those are areas of my life I need to work I, on. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Along with my working out a little bit every day. You know, I think that really waking up in the morning and having these positive affirmations for yourself um I really do feel like it'll make a difference in our life. So I'm going to try it. Um, I'm just here to say you're worth it. You'll always have room to grow. There will be times you're disappointed in yourself. But you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. The sun will rise and you have another chance to be better than you were the day before. Let go of the things that you've been holding on to and allow yourself to move on. I think that's great. You know, I mean, yeah, tomorrow the sun will rise, you know, no matter what. We've talked about that before. And it's a great, it's a great way to think. And it's a great way to like, you know, just, just to know that no matter how shitty today was, not, we not, said, I would, we said shit a lot today. Oh, man, we're gonna, yeah. <laughs> we're getting away with ourselves these days. <laughs> gonna tone it back down. But no, I mean, there's days where like, you're just like, oh man, this was the worst day ever. Well, guess what? Tomorrow you can Don't make it, carry just, it over. you can make tomorrow just a little bit better and Make your load lighter. Let it off. Let it go. And and just let it go. Move on. Yeah. Let's move on. And so as well as you guys know that you are not your gripes. You are your gains. Um, you're not your physical limitations. You're not your insecurities or your problems that you're learning to deal with. And with that, you're not your effing chair. <laughs>